Welcome to another episode of Creators Outlet, sponsored here once again by our friends over at the Inked Marketing Team. If you've got a Kickstarter at Indiegogo, you need that extra shove to get you through to the finish line. Check out Inked Marketing before you launch your campaign and see what they can do for you. 30 years in the business, and they've gotten everybody from start to finish 100% funded. Here is another client of Inked Marketing that's live on Kickstarter right now. The comic's 18th month calendar from Australia. That's right. It's got 18 different creators from Australia. Uh, it also comes with a PDF link of comic book samples of their work and links to where you can find out more about these creators. Let's take a look. <laughs> pretty cool. Hello. Nothing says cool like kicking yourself out of your own stream. <laughs> no, I've been there before. I've got like, you know, had like five tabs open and I hit the wrong one. I was like, oh, damn. I feel that. So here's your Indiegogo uh, Wolfsbane issue one. Oh, yeah. So uh, tell us how this whole project uh, came to beer and how long you've been uh, working in the medium. So um, I've been working for comics for about, actually, um, this is my first year. 
but I've been um studying comics for at least um I'd say like three to four. And Wolf Spain is I got this cool idea from watching um a whole bunch of classic horror movies and everything. So I, I really wanted it to be, get that spooky vibe that um I see in a lot of those. For um let's see. I, um, the one thing that I wanted to have with it, I wanted like some sort of twist for the story, because you know, um, I th- I think horror is good, but um, by itself, um, there's like a lot of stuff that you can do to it. So I decided to have a detective theme to it too. Yeah, that's that makes me think more of uh, oh, like like Kolshak. Kolshak. It's a. Uh... It's an old, it's an old TV show with kind of like you know a, a horror sci-fi vibe to it. Uh, it okay. I think I think it's where they actually got the idea for uh, X Files. Uh, so I'm definitely came out sometime before then. Then. Oh yeah, yeah. That was. I think uh, Kolshak came out before I was born. I think. Mm. So yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to check that one out. I think it was like late sixties, early seventies. Okay. All right. So basically, Wolfsbane is about a um a detective, obviously, and he's um his mission right now is to to um, solve a murder of um a guy that got killed, and the only witness that can be found on the scene is his actually his young daughter, um, Morgan Whitley. So um, this is her right here. Um, so while he's um, going um, and doing the investigation, it's um, suddenly put by to a halt by a vicious werewolf attack. And this werewolf causes um, problems for them a lot during the series run. Hmm. So, Wolf, for Wolfsbane, I wanted it to be, um, I wanted it to be scary. I wanted it to be scary, but I also wanted there to be more things to it. So, you'll see um, a lot of um, things like the characters working against themselves or trying to struggle with. Um, this sort of monster inside themselves. Um, and honestly, I think um, if you look at horror movies like Psycho and um, I want to say The Wolfman, it deals a lot of um, with that internal trauma that um, people um, have every day. Inner demons, yeah. Exactly. Now, did you write this or did you do the art as well oh no no i'm um, the writer and the creator so um i have a guy named thomas muzzle you can find him on thomasmuzzle.com he does the art for me and i have another guy doing the, the colors yeah i like i like the look i like the look of it yeah, yeah it, is, it is pretty good he's excels at um doing like dark noir styles so I'm glad that I was able to get him. Yeah, I'm, I'm really into that stuff. 
I like like the old the old pulp and new noir like you know books and movies. Yeah, they I I just always found them you know more interesting than modern stuff. Well, then again, modern stuff outside of comic book products are uh, just all remakes of stuff that we've all seen like a million times before. Uh, true. Uh, definitely um, within the late two thousands or whatever. I see yeah. So, um, with Wolfsbane, um, I, I decided to do like, um, about three different co um, covers for um, the regular um, edition. And I I'll get into um, the editions later on. But right now we have um, cover A, which is going to be the, the main cover for the book. Mm hmm. Here you can see um there's the detective I was talking to you about, Jack Mulligan. Yeah. Um we have um his um partner Brian McKenzie, and then we have the wolf in the background. So the um, the main thing that I wanted for this issue was you to slowly piece together who the um the werewolf might be by the um time um the book's done. Like, you know, like the single issue. And after that, we go into a more the you know we go into more of um everything else. If that makes sense. Yeah, you're you're starting and doing like a lead into who the wolf might actually be. And this this reminds me a lot of uh, just the idea with the wolf makes me think of uh, Grendel from Matt Wagner. Grendel. I don't think I've seen that one. I'll I'll send you a bunch of links later. <laughs> nice, nice. Because uh, yeah, it's it's def it's definitely a a book a a really oh my god it's one of my oh, favorite you mean characters. The book. You yeah, mean the book. like a comic book, Grendel. Yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about now. All right, and here's the um, the second cover. Um, right now, um, this one still needs to get um, I'm finished. But um, here, this was made by. Um, or, by the way, this cover is made by the same artist, um, Thomas Muggle. This one was made by um, Bruno Tyler. If you guys know who he is, and this one is um, by Daniel Holland. Um, I like um, I like this one. Um, this. You know, the, yeah, I like this one the most out of all of them because it reminds me of um, the Scooby Doo mystery um show. You know, yeah, you get the it it it's weird. You you seem to have demonic eyes coming out of the wolf's crotch. Oh, so <laughs> the way the way he explained this one to me was, <laughs> um, the wolf is actually back here, and this all all over here is a silhouette, so you can see what the um, the wolf looks like. You know, it's like um, one of, I wanted it to be like one of those movie posters. Yeah, so, so it's just kind of like a projection of the wolf. Exactly. You got a cop running one way and a screaming girl running the other way. <laughs> exactly. Um. So um, I mentioned um the editions before. So. All these, all three of these covers are the base edition. So you're gonna be paying 
um, ten dollars physical um, for each one. You can um, there's an add-on feature on on it too, just in case you wanted to buy uh, you know the other ones. And then the ones, digital yeah. is um five dollars, but you only get the um, the um, A cover. That's just for people that want to see the story. They don't really care about any of the other books, books or whatnot. That's that's also like great for people overseas. Oh really? Yeah, because like shipping to the UK is like thirty eight bucks. Oh dang, really? Yeah, it's it's re- it's ridiculous. Mm. Canada Canada can get like a little expensive too, like you know fifteen twenty bucks. Yeah, that that is a lot. Like yeah. Oof. So uh that's that's a good marketing uh push point to uh you know anybody, you know, not in not in uh, the lower forty-eight states, not in the continental United States, can grab a digital copy of it for only five bucks, which is which is pretty cheap. So uh you can grab the digital copy and, and read it that way, you know. You're not paying like thirty two fifty for shipping, and yeah. it's you know because it's crazy. I I just I just backed in, and uh, I was told that my uh, package is being sent out tomorrow from the UK oh. from uh, a guy uh, <clears throat> Rich Parada. He was uh, he was an inker for Marvel in DC for about twenty five years, hmm. and cool. then he then he did. Then he did some other stuff, and he took a he took a break, uh, got married, and mo- moved to the UK. And this is it. He just did his first solo project, and uh, I ordered the hardcover. I like hardcovers because they look good on a bookshelf, right? Uh, so I got a I got a hardcover, a soft cover, a print, and a page of original art. Nice. That's going to be coming uh, later on. Um, but he realized that, uh, with the, with the shipping costs to the States and certain other places around the world, uh, he ended up only making like a thousand dollars. Uh, he ended up spending probably about $1,200 out of his pocket yeah, I know for I shipping towards, towards what everybody already paid. And, Ooh. uh, the biggest thing was a lot of people ordered the hardcovers. And because they weigh more, it costs more. And, and you're gonna go, you're gonna go like a bigger box size up when you. For some reason, they're like, "Well, this only weighs six ounces, but it's in a bigger box, so we're gonna charge you ten times as much." Oh, that's so ridiculous. Yeah, I I found that out because I've been selling a whole bunch of toys because I've been collecting stuff, you know, pretty much my whole life, and. I, I was a nightclub DJ for 35 years. Nice. Uh, translation. I was a titty bar DJ for 35 years. So uh, I was making a little bit of money. <laughs> and outside of, you know, women and alcohol, I pretty much had nothing to spend my money on, uh, you know, outside of paying my bills and my rent and everything. So uh, I loved comics. So I collected comics and action figures because I was like, man, all these action figures that I always wanted growing up and I couldn't afford them. And uh, so I'm just going to order cases of stuff. And I did. 
So now I have to sell them because I have, I got a, I got a pretty big loft here. I got a uh, 2,600 square foot loft, but nice. I'm like, I have way too much crap. So I'm selling, I'm selling a bunch of comics and just keeping the, the lines that I love and getting rid of everything else. Cause I would just buy one of everything on the rack. I would Not go cool. in and I would just buy everything. Cause I wanted to know what was going on in every story. Hmm. Now I feel that. I remember uh, those. Um, I used to buy the um, the epic collections of Marvel a lot. Mm-hmm. That costs a lot, man. Uh, what I f- found that I really like now that I'm, you know, well, poor, uh, are those uh, all those black and white 500 page collections. Yeah. Uh, um, Mar- Marvel and DC were both doing them. Uh, DCs were were called uh, DC Showcase Presents, and Marvel was called Marvel Essentials. Nice. And you get the original artwork because now they're going they're going back through those and they're redoing a lot of the old art. Okay. So this way, you get the original art from the original artists, and it's just pencil and ink. That's because everything's it's all black and white. It's on newsprint, and but I mean, it's like five hundred pages. That's a good deal. Well, how how much is it? Um, when they came out, they were about uh, you know, fifteen to twenty bucks, mm. and then you ended up. I bought a bunch of them on sale for like ten bucks a piece. Nice. But now there's there's a lot of people that are actually hunting those hunting those editions down. You know, especially like artists, because they're losing the original art. And it's being like update. They're, they're basically taking the panels and they're having somebody else redraw them and ink them and color them, and yeah. and you know reprint the book. So you're losing all that original art. Okay. So so people are kind of like hunting for those. So it's it's just you know, and I'm like, well, because I was wondering because I was talking to. Uh, uh, a, a writer, uh, Glenn Fleming, out of the UK, mm-hmm. who actually take this in stride. Apparently, used to hang out at Jack Kirby's house with him. Really? Yeah he's he's got a he's got a couple of movies out, uh, like documentaries talking about Jack, and you know interviews mm-hmm. talking about Jack. And, uh, and, you know, various other things. And he was the one that, that led me on to this, like, you know, artists and collectors are like scrounging for these black and white editions now. And they're pay you know, so people are actually selling them online for like, you know, 25 to 35 bucks and up. That's actually pretty good. Because they're all out of print and they can't find them anymore. I go... Well, let's not spread that around because I'd still like to buy the ones I don't have for 10 bucks a piece since they're so rare. True. Because, you know, I'm not going to be able to afford to, you know, buy, you know, Detective Comics issue 27, the original volume. But with this, I it's black and white. I don't care. I get to actually read the original stories. That's all I care. That's all I care about. I can agree with that. Yeah. So let's get back to your project now that I've Taking us on a on a trip down. Ooh, cool! I need to buy that stuff, Lane. 
right. So um, with the base edition, you get all three, as I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm having this thing only on Indiegogo called um, the limited edition. So it's a holographic cover. Uh, let me see if you can see the bottom right here. It's a holographic cover, which is um, all the white parts right here. And this was drawn by um, Dan Smith. If you guys know him, he's from, um, he's the guy that did the 2020 um, graphic novel, Worms Crawl In. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I was talking to Dan for a while. Um, he, he's a really good guy. Um, he said, yo, listen, listen, if you want me to do anything for this, um, then, yeah, I don't mind. So I was like, oh, yeah, it's a pretty great offer. Well, I can tell you right off the bat, I want this freaking cover. <laughs> exactly. That it is pretty great cover. And if all the white parts of the of the book, like all the lettering and the bottom part, are all like holographic, and then you've got like the deep, the dark, dark blacks, and then you've got this horrific werewolf coming out of the back over over a dead body. We'll just call that the Jeffrey Dahmer all you can eat dinner, but <laughs> that was a good one. Thank you. I'm here all week. <laughs> that is just one badass looking cover. Exactly. He really knows his stuff. But yeah, um, that one is about say if you want the physical edition, you can um get it for thirty dollars. And the reason I say this is because not only will you get the, um, the main story content, you're also getting all the um, original inked pages that aren't colored by Thomas Muzzle. Because there are a few things that um, got um, lost through, um, through, you know, the coloring process, mm-hmm. at least um, in my opinion. And then you get um, a little behind the scenes. Um, I, I, I want to say director's cut, but it's more of like... Um, I give you more of an insight of the story process behind Wolfsbane, a, a teaser of what's to come. And I'd also um, want to say um, you get a, um, an inside look um, of the characters that are featured in the story. So you get, you get all kinds of bonus stuff in that edition. So it's a lot sadder than the other one. Exactly. And you can get that one with um. Hold up, let me um get get back to it. You can get that one for um again um thirty bucks. Thirty five. Yeah. Hold up. What's going on there? Yeah, thirty bucks. And then um, if you want um for um fifty bucks, you get that um um what is it? A PDF of the limited edition, and then you also get a um eighteen by 24 poster of the cover itself. Oh, that's cool. Give me a second. All right, we're back. I know uh, a lot of people that buy like PDFs like overseas you get the PDF and that's actually printable. Oh, it is? <laughs> yeah. PDFs are usually printable. Hmm. Um, 
not like it would be if you sent like a print file to you know when you send your print file to the printer yeah you know not like that hello cat and uh but another creator was telling me that somebody that that, that bought the pdf overseas from them actually printed up like a big like oversized poster of the cover and hung it on his wall really because he liked the because he liked the cover so much i go well he must have liked the cover i probably cost him like you know 75 dollars in ink just to just to print out the cover you know oh yeah <laughs> but this is cool you have any stretch goals set up stretch goals um so far um if we do make the stretch goals, I was planning on doing something small like stickers. Um, get down. Like stickers. But other other than that, um, I'm not sure. I want. Um, I'd like to ask my audience if they actually want like more stuff in the future. You know, because it's kind of hard to um, um, determine what people you know like in your fan base. At least. Um, as it pertains to me. Yeah, I know. I know some of the popular ones, of course, are you know, bookmarks. And I used to always complain. I go, "Oh, great, another bookmark!" But now I'm reading like seven different books, and I'm like, "Man, where the hell are all my bookmarks?" Uh, true, you want to save your pages, right? Yeah. So, uh, I've I've got about six bookmarks, and. Uh, in my TV area, because I've got like, I've got a table, like a small like end table next to my recliner that has four big stacks of comics on it, okay. and I'm reading something out of each stack. Uh, I've got a couple of novels that I'm reading, like uh, I'm reading the uh, the biography of Alan Moore again. I got about halfway through it when I originally bought it. And I, yeah, uh, nice. he did. He didn't write it, but. Uh, Somebody else wrote it for him. Gotcha. So it's not an autobiography, but um, this guy basically interviewed him through the whole thing. Plus, had had known him for years, and I think used to work for him. So that's nice. Uh, so I got about halfway through it, and then I moved a couple of times, and I ended up stuck in a box, and I forgot about it. And I don't remember. I only remember like a few things here and there from from reading it, like you know, I don't know, 20 years ago. So I started back reading it again. I'm like four chapters in. So it's a, it's a pretty, pretty smooth read. So I'm, I'm enjoying it. Lots of interesting stuff. Okay. I'm going to have to get a hold of that book. Cause yeah. um, Alan Moore was actually um, a, a huge inspiration for this book too. That and um, stuff like Neil Gaiman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I was I was always a big Alan Moore fan, and I used to like anytime my local comic shop would would get issues in from Avatar Press. Nine out of ten times, those books would all be, uh, you know, from Alan Moore. Mm. Like they they'd have if they had like three or four books in a month come out. It's like at least half of those books were from Alan Moore, and I'm like, you know like lots of like great horror stuff and and a little you know a little bit of sci-fi and you know magic and 
you know, just a great storyteller and all. Oh, he is. Now he's just now he's just a little bit crazy, <laughs> but not for that. Just a little. But aren't we all? True. I mean, some people have to be crazy to come up with brilliant stuff like that. If you think about it. Yeah. You get you get inspired from you know different things, but I mean, hey, look at Stephen King. And then it, then his son started you know writing books and comics and screenplays and all kinds of crazy stuff. So this is this is on Indiegogo. So you, you have a. Did you make it for a, a sixty day? Yes, I did. So right now. Um, I believe we are at 20, 21 days. 21 days. And what's your goal? Um, it's, um, it was, it's, um, 3,000 and, uh, it's pretty much 3,600. So 3,600. Yeah. So we really need to get some people behind this and, uh, and, and pushing this out for you. Yeah. I would um, do the marketing myself, um, but um, right now my audience is pretty small. I'm, I'm grateful that for the audience though. Well, we'll, we'll definitely get your audience grown for you some. Uh, we're, we're broadcasting on two different YouTube channels plus a, uh, plus a Facebook page that has over 23,000 uh, followers. Oh, dang. And we'll get, we'll get this shared out and uh, I'll, I'll try to bump you around to all my other friends that are also podcasters. Okay. <laughs> and that, you know, are all like behind, like, you know, in, in the books. Hmm. I get an, it's going to be like at least seven shows like right off the top of the list. So uh, there's a there's a group on Facebook Facebook called uh, the Comic Related Madness. Oh, I think and I'm part of that group. Yeah, and that's that's full of uh, tons of creators and just people that love indie comics. And I know next weekend, uh, the guy that runs that page, uh, Pops, uh, next weekend is uh, his virtual con, CromCon. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm a guest on that one. Good. Good. And uh, I'll talk to him. And he'll have to get you on like a Monday night, too. He does his Monday Night Madness shows. So you can... He can get you on that, and uh, the the Friday night kickoff show is uh, Sugar Crisp and uh, and Sim. One's a reader and and one's a creator, and they're doing the kickoff show. And they they're a couple of regular podcasters too. Nice. So yeah, I can't this, wait to talk to them. Yeah, next next weekend's going to be a, a a big big weekend. She's got uh, Brian Polito's coming out for that. And uh, Monty Michael Moore's coming out for that. And, uh, and, a, and a few other big names on top of 
you know, all the other creators, some new, some regulars, you know, that's all you got to do. Get a, you got to get on as many podcasts as you can to, uh, you know, get the project in front of people and, uh, and make, make sure you're sharing this out. Like any group you share it out to share it out in the morning and then share it out again in the evening. Cause, okay. Cause a lot of groups they'll, you know, you'll share something and like within a couple of hours, it's off the main page because it's already scrolled down, scrolled ah. down to the bottom because there's so many people posting. That makes sense. And you definitely want to uh, post this out and uh, you know write a little something up on it and 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 share out the link for for it in uh, and like all the horror groups. Hmm. Okay, we'll get on that. So, um, what else do we have left to talk about? <clears throat> well, how many issues are you planning for this? Oh, um, around, um, um, I was doing the math. I think it was uh, around 30 to 45. 30 to 45 issues? Yeah. If I wanted to be able to um, tell the complete story of um, these characters' journeys, it's going to take around um, six or so arcs with um, five um, five issues within those arcs. So you're going to be working on this book for a long time. Oh, yeah, definitely. But in the, um, I was um, hoping on, um, like, sometime in the middle, I can have other projects that I can work on, too. There's um, a lot of things coming up on... Um, let me actually um, get this out now. Right now, we have a website. I just managed to launch it. It's called wolfspingcomics.com. And pretty much, this is where I'm going to be updating all my news regarding Wolfsbane, every, any other projects, and whatnot. There's even there's a mailing list. That way, if you have a question or anything, you can um, sign up. I can get you guys the information. You can contact me with with, with other, you, you know, if you have a problem, let's say your shipping um, package didn't come yet, I can um, get a better look into on that. Mm-hmm. Well, that that that's great because that way you can you can share that in with the like if you if you've got the if you got the Indiegogo up on this page. Oh yeah. They, they can click on the Indiegogo and then of course, and, and you've already got your, your, your social media sites there so they can follow you on Indiegogo, Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. The Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. This is um, pretty much it. Um, um, I try to update um, I try to post an update um, weekly. So right now, like this is a quote that's actually going to be in the book. It tells you like, um, like pretty much what the main theme for that issue is. And I'm going to try to have um, a, at least one good quote for nostalgia's sake in the thing. And my Twitter um, at Wolfspin Comics and. Cool. This Instagram is the same thing. All right. There we go. Oh, 
I'm going to have to go over and, and stalk you on all those social medias. Oh, no problem. Stalk away. I try to keep, I, I try to keep connected to as much comic book stuff on, on there, on my, on my, on my very soft scrolling thumb. No, I feel you. <laughs> and I'm like, why is my battery so low? And then I look at the clock, I go, oh, I've been staring at my phone for six hours. Never mind. Uh, at least your battery gets low. Like, usually I get bl blisters because my thumbs are too soft. Yeah, well, it's like, oh, I got to charge my phone. Thank goodness I just bought a brand new tablet. <laughs> <laughs> So you got you got three different main covers to choose from, plus the uh, the hologram cover. Now, is the hologram cover going to be a hardcover? Oh, um, I could make um, I could make it a hardcover. I'd have to um, probably go through a different um, publisher. You know, yeah, how, well, a different if, you, if you don't have it set to be printed yeah. as a hardcover, then, then yeah, don't worry then about don't it. you know um, since. Since you're you're planning for it to go so long, you might want to hold off and then do, uh, you know, like every five issues, you know, do do a trade a hardcover that people oh, yeah. can do as a catch up tier on the following kicks, you know, on the following crowdfunder when you're when you're starting off the new arc. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do um. What do, you, what do you call them? Um, volumes? Yeah. I'm going to do a volume after um, every arc or so. That way, um, there's one arc that's um, spinning the two parts. So I, I got to figure out what I'm going to do with that one. But other than that, um, yeah, yeah that's a pretty good idea. People love trade paperbacks. Trade paperbacks and graphic novels are the the biggest selling item in, in comics. Yeah. It makes up uh, almost set, almost about sixty eight percent of the sales in comics are all, are all like trade paperbacks. Sixty eight. Yeah, okay. it's a, yeah, it's a it's a huge amount because people we're in a binging society, so you know we sit down and we binge TV shows. We swear at Disney Plus because we want to sit down and watch like all six episodes of Falcon and the Winter Soldier at the same time. Yep. We don't want to have to wait a exactly. whole week. We got to wait a week? Yeah, like, Next, what's up with that? The show's already done. Next, you're going to tell me I have to take my film and mail it away and wait for them to develop it and send it back to me. Oh, don't get me started on the um, the locked content, too. Like, you got to pay $30 to watch something we just put out. Yeah, No, no. I There's all, there's all kinds of ways around that crap. <laughs> oh, yeah. My friend told me about that one. <laughs> It's, you know, it's, it's just crazy. It's like, well, we've got this now and we know you're a member, but you're not a prestige member. So you would have to pay $30. It wouldn't cost me $30 to bring four people with popcorns and soda at a theater to exactly. watch this. I'm like, <laughs> no, I almost got suckered into uh, HBO Max. Oh, yeah. And then I looked at it and I go, you know, I, I'm used to like, you know, 10 bucks a month. I'm like, okay, it's a smaller round figure. I can handle that. They're like, 
$15 a month. I go, what are you crazy? It's highway robbery. <laughs> 90% of all their stuff is already made. Exactly. It's like, why am I paying you $15 a month for reruns? True. Like you can literally buy that for like um like eight dollars. Your stuff. You can buy that for eight dollars on um at a store. Yeah. And I'm like, most of the stuff I'd want to watch on there is gonna be like the DC comics content. Oh yeah. Now I'm still mad at them about the whole swamp thing thing, but Oh, they um, canceled it? How they because they they didn't bother to look, and one politician told some intern for Warner Brothers DC that they had like two hundred thousand dollars worth of uh, you know tax credits, yeah, to give them, and they're like, well, good because this stuff's costing like X amount of millions of dollars a day, and blah blah blah, and nobody checked anything, and they're like. Well, they've only got twenty eight thousand. Hmm. They thought if they this town thought if they didn't use the tax credits for the the movie tax credits that they were allotted like every year, yeah, that you know it was like money in the bank. Okay, well I put you know twenty five thousand dollars in the bank this year, and then it became fifty thousand, and then it, it doesn't work like that. If you don't use them, it's gone by the end of the year. Oh, so. They, they, they screwed that whole thing up. They still did a good job on it. I would have liked to see like a lot more of this rumors that they might uh, dive back in and, and do like a new Swamp Thing okay. series. But I mean, a friend of mine just bought that on Blu-ray at, at Target like a month ago for like $8.99. Oh, that's nice. So I mean, if I can, if I can spend $10 a season on, on one of you know, on like Titans and Doom Patrol and Swamp Thing, I would buy the physical copies because there's so many people just buying like the digital copies, like, you know, on Vudu and Amazon, just buying the digital versions of, of movies they like. It's like, oh, yeah. But then when that movie company decides that uh, they're taking those back, all of a sudden they're gone. You wonder, you know, where did all the hundreds of dollars you spent? goes, well, you didn't actually buy the movie. You bought a license for that movie. Exactly. And that license is only as good, only good for as long as that company says it's good for. And if Amazon says, because uh, of Disney, uh, we can't carry Star Wars anymore, and you spent like $100 on like 12 Star Wars movies in a bundle digitally from Amazon... And now they're at for like a hundred bucks or something, and now it's all gone. And you're like, I just lost a hundred dollars. Always exactly. buy always buy physical copies. <laughs> now I feel that. So right. we've got we've got this. We've got the website. We've got this badass holographic cover that is, you know, it is kind of like a director's cut because you're getting. Uh, samples of uh, pencils and inks be before they were finished. Uh, some notes, some behind the scenes, uh, how the book was created, and some little bit of history of like a couple of the characters. 
So you get yeah. like a little a little backstory and a and a little extra insight into uh into everything that's going on. Plus, this is a badass holographic cover. Exactly. So hello. <laughs> so where are all the I know they're it's on the they everybody can click on it from the from the website. Mm -hmm. Uh but where do you like people what where's it easiest for people to get a hold of you on social media? What do you prefer to get reached uh, out on? Um um if you want, you can um actually reach my main page on um Facebook. It's um Aaron Henry Jordan. Just uh shoot me a message. I'm down to um check my inbox anytime. Um, if you have any questions, um, but if that's, um, you know, if you don't prefer doing that, you can always reach me on my, on my Twitter. Or just go to the, you can go to the website, which oh, is true. wolfsbanecomics.com, right? Yeah. Wolfsbanecomics.com. And all of the, uh, Okay, let me type that in. Gotcha. Here we go. I have the links in the chat for the website, so there's there's no reason for you not to go there. You can sign up for the uh, mailing list, and you can send in any questions you may have. And there's a link right there for the Indiegogo to check it out. And you can follow you can follow Aaron on all of his social media so you know, you know, what's going on with the book. And more importantly, uh, back the project. Back the, back the project and share it out to all your friends on their social media. Indeed. But you guys don't want to miss this issue too. There's a lot of uh, meat in that. I'm just concentrating on that holographic cover. Oh yeah, it is really good. Hold on, let me uh, let me put it back on the screen. <laughs> there it is. That is radical. And uh, if you if you want to get uh, hit up Aaron for even more questions, uh, what day and time slot do you have for CromCon next weekend? Oh, um, on CromCon, I'm on the 25th at um, 7 or 7.30. It's one of those. 7.30? Is that the Sunday? Yes, I, I believe it's the Sunday. Actually, um, Pops just um, sent something. It should be on there. Let me, um, let me check real quick. Yeah, 25th is on the Sunday. Okay, then yeah. Then it's um, around 7 to 7.30. Okay, cool. Yeah, so come by CromCon next weekend on the on the comic related madness, and uh, check out Aaron. And there'll probably be a whole bunch of more questions because there's going to be a whole bunch of more, you know, hosts and co-hosts in there, and we'll uh, we'll get the word out and hopefully get a lot more people on this project, man. All right. So I want to thank you for coming by and. Uh, and talking with us and, and showing us your first ever comic book. Yeah. Well, thank you all for having me. I so appreciate it. This is pretty cool. Uh, 
Everybody else will be back tomorrow night with uh, Ryland Grant with The Jump Issue 2, which only has a couple of days left on Kickstarter. So check that out. And check out Will Spain and get that awesome holographic cover. Until next time, peace.